Thank you for downloading this podcast from Coracle Online. This podcast is sponsored by iDirect. iDirect is the platform of choice for maritime VSAT connectivity, helping ships and their crews work more efficiently and stay connected with global operations. You can find out more at iDirectMaritime.com. Welcome to the second in the iDirect VSAT Executive Briefing podcast series, featuring market research findings business intelligence, case studies and interviews, the series is designed to provide senior executives at ship owner and manager companies with strategic and operational information about VSAT. In this episode, VSAT is from Mars, shipping is from Venus. We hear from Captain Kuba Szymanski, formerly General Manager at MOL Tankship Management Europe and currently Secretary General of Intermanager, the International Trade Association for the Ship Management Industry. Representing the views of its members, managing more than 4,370 ships and responsible for some 250,000 seafarers, Intermanager have taken the lead in focusing attention on the growing significance of communications – I direct met Captain Szymanski at a recent Intermanager conference in Singapore and asked him why Intermanager, known as the voice of ship management, decided to spearhead best practice development and what they discovered. So it was around two, ta- two years ago. Uh, it was because nobody was doing that. And we do want to provide some sort of a added value to our members. It would be excellent if we could prepare as Intermanager best practice on purchasing communication. So at this stage, it became extremely apparent, clearly apparent, that we had a communication issue. I know the question is about communication. We didn't understand each other. People in the room were saying, I've got excellent VSAT system. And they said, VSAT? What do you mean by VSAT? VSAT, in Marsat, anyone comes to you and asks, what are your priorities? And we would say, communication. This is extremely broad term. We need to specify that. Um, in your or, you know, in your part of the world, you wouldn't believe that, but we are ignorant. We are absolute ignorance. Shipping industry management side is ignorant. We are shipmasters, we are chief engineers, we do not understand that. So, we needed some sort of assistance and help. Best practice. And get this best practice so we can spread it there. Two years elapsed, we are still not there. That shows you how difficult this whole subject is. VSAT may be from Mars and shipping from Venus, but what prompted the focus to fall so squarely on the emerging VSAT solutions as opposed to L-band? That obviously shortcomings of Inmarsat mm. prompted. And shortcomings being, uh, first of all, expensive. Secondly, at that time, arrogancy. The uh, customer wasn't really counted. Take it or leave it. We couldn't leave it. We had to take it because it's GMDSS, because it's, at that time it was almost the only one. Um, so these things, that was the very first thing which prompted us. Secondly, we had a problem with uh, ever-increasing communication costs and ever-increasing demand for the flow. And more and more people from outside of shipping industry is getting in touch with the vessel. Brokers directly. Previously, they always went through the commercial operator. Nowadays, agent sends the message directly. Um, ship chandler, uh, banker supplier, all the stakeholders are going directly into the master's email box and expect to have answer within 20 minutes, 
60 minutes. The system we had three times a day does not meet these requirements. Yeah. We do have a problem though, and I would like to spell it, because we are not ready in shipping industry to have a master working as a radio officer. But basically that's what it is. Masters are now spending far more time in the radio room or in his cabin in front of the computer answering string of emails. Whilst operational emails to masters have brought new challenges, it is crew communications which are often cited as a key driver for adopting always-on systems. A surprising result of the iDirect VSAT, present and future survey, was that crew communications was becoming less important. Did Captain Szymanski's experience bear that out? It was very, very strong, uh, especially when the crew was thinking we can have it free of charge. And some owners do provide it free of charge. We've got three tiers, basically. Free of charge, first 10 minutes free of charge, then the rest you guys pay, of whatever quota. And the third one, we provide hardware and you guys pay for it. And all of a sudden, when the third one is employed, people prefer to go to the coffee shop or co uh, internet cafe and start yeah. using it when it's really, really, really cheap. Right. Environmental pressures, peer pressures, social pressures, are mounting and as discussed yesterday I think we went through the hike when people were definitely insisting on having Skype always on browsing facilities now cleverly ship owners are saying okay I can provide you with these facilities hardware but you guys pay for usage and all of a sudden demand slow down even when environmental and social pressures mounting with the iDirect VSAT survey found ship owners and managers struggling to find business case justifications for installing VSAT systems. As someone who has been responsible for evaluating and fitting VSAT at MOL Tankship and elsewhere, what is Captain Szymanski's experience of the process and the pitfalls of managing such a project? We started wrongly and it was IT only. And that's definitely, I learned a lesson from that, it was wrong. Because IT guys talking to the IT guys very quickly stroke a deal which we, operations guys, were not happy. I came and I said, no, 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 stakeholders are telling us what we want. So then in technical supers, the guys who would be end users, and masters included, we got them into and they told us what they want. We also asked them what they don't want. That was very important. So we did a SWOT analysis. What are the strengths of the new system you expect? What are the weaknesses you are afraid? And then we analyzed and we tried to convert weaknesses into the strengths. Because if you put some, um, I don't know, barriers or uh, mitigating circumstances, you can move, you can migrate them from weakness actually to the strength. And that worked far better. We also learn a lesson and we did not strike a deal for whole fleet immediately. We did testing and pilot scheme. So we put one from one particular supplier, we put this on board and then we definitely asked them to walk the talk. And they failed. And they failed miserably. Because then we realized that the definitions weren't very good designed. They told us then we'll have a broadband. And we said, fine, excellent. So we put this on board, our guys started using it, and it failed, it chocked, blocked. Then the suppliers came and said, oh, yeah, but you didn't tell us you want this. 
capacity. We said, well, we didn't know we need to tell you. So what do you want? Well, you need to have to buy this. Well, that's $15,000 a month. This is not what we are prepared for. And immediately we could see that our expectations were false and they could not deliver. We learned a lesson from that one. We went to another one. Then we defined our um, SLA, if you wish, better. Expectations were known. Masters were very happy with the system. Very important for us, before we start the project, we had a very clearly defined baseline. So we knew whether the new system will actually improve our existing system or not. Very important. Then we realized it is three times more expensive, but it does ten times more. A system which does ten times more than its predecessor for three times the price still needs to demonstrate real savings for most ship owners and managers. We wondered if there was one specific area where the efficiencies driven by FESET could be quantified in terms of a dollar value. For Captain Sismansky, a clear frontrunner was remote IT support. That was brilliant and it was my decision, absolutely we will pay more for that because it's, it's not a false economy. We will pay this $200 a month more, but we will save $20,000 because I will not be flying Tom and Jerry to the vessel to do everything. Masters love it. So, for those ship owners and managers embarking on their own evaluation of VSAT Always On Solutions, what would be Captain Sismansky's advice? Have a good team, not too big, not too small, sort of a working group, absolutely involve stakeholders. Sit down and write down who your stakeholders are. You will be surprised how many you missed. Families are your stakeholders. Charterers, obviously. Crew department, obviously. Masters, people. Spend enough time talking to these guys. Well before you start going to the any visa providers. Know from the shipping industry what you want to achieve. Be very strict on that. Write down what your expectations are. Engage in dialogue. Listen as well. Maybe there are better ways of realizing what you want to achieve. So be flexible. Then I would suggest do the pilot. Nothing works better than actually engaging your uh, future provider in a real-life exercise. Buying product, installing product, is only probably 10% of your success. Maintaining is the, the rest. Do they have resources around the world? Do they have knowledge? Are they using subcontractor who is coming on board and fixing it? Who is going to repair things? Sorry, not fixing, installing. Who is going to repair them? Who is going to support you? How about maintenance? And so on and so forth. Consider all those things. Our thanks to Captain Kuba Szymanski for sharing his experiences and advice with us. To learn more about Intermanager, its resources and membership, please visit them at www intermanager.org. We hope you've enjoyed this second in the iDirect VSAT Executive Briefing Series. Please join us again next month. Thank you for listening.